0: Welcome back to the Balance Boss Podcast. I hope you're okay today, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope you're feeling good. This podcast today is a joint podcast episode and Instagram Live, which is why you might hear me talking to my cat in the middle of it. <laughs> but um, it was originally supposed to be a podcast and I decided to record it as an Instagram Live because I wanted to address it a little bit more live in the moment because it was inspired by some conversations that I've been having behind the scenes with current clients, with past clients, with just people who I generally speak to on Instagram and it's all around the topic of overwhelm. Overwhelm is a word that I'm hearing a lot at the moment, it's something that I hear a lot of people talking about, complaining about and a conversation that I had with someone yesterday in the DMs ended up leading to a real light bulb moment for that person and I realised that the information that I had and the perspective that I had was obviously different to what they'd been thinking and it was actually really helpful for them to um, understand what it is that they're feeling and move forward. So in this episode I'm addressing the real reason you're feeling overwhelmed and what you can do to address that overwhelm before it leads to burnout, or before it starts to feel like it's bigger than you, and it becomes more difficult to to manage and to work through. So, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you, f- I hope you do the activity. If this is something that you've been feeling, it's a really powerful one. It's something that I'm going to be doing myself. So, I hope you do it, and if you do do it, Just send me your feedback. So, drop me a message at at underscore the balanced boss. Let me know. If you've done the activity, let me know what you've found from doing the activity and what you've learned about yourself from doing the activity. I always like to know how the things and the tools that I suggest help people, and I always just like to hear other people's stories as well. And it's always helpful to to talk it out and to to share with other people. So yeah, always reach out with your findings from the tools, and if you love the episode, remember to to share it with people so you can take a screenshot. Um, upload it to stories tag at go the balance boss and I can connect with you and then it also means that other people can benefit from these podcasts too so I hope you enjoy it and I will see you in the next one so a conversation that keeps coming up over and over and over again with current clients with previous clients with just people I speak to in the dms is I'm with me, actually, I'm not going to pretend it's not me, I'm with me, is the feeling of feeling like a bit overwhelmed at the moment, feeling a bit tired, struggling with like creativity, feeling, I mean the cre- creativity thing isn't something that's bothering me, but it's definitely feeling more tired, feeling more overwhelmed, even people having like physical ailments, like feeling sick or getting sick more easily. And we're talking about this and something that I'm asking people is you know do you think you might be a bit burnt out do you think you might be a little bit run down and the response I'm getting from most people is that I don't think so because I'm not doing that much like I'm not doing loads so I'm probably not burnt out and it's that idea and that opinion of you can only be burnt out or you can only be run down when you're like physically doing a lot so people will go back and look at their calendar or look at the schedule and think you know it's december i'm not doing as much i'm not as busy so you know it it can't be that i'm burnt out because you know a couple of months ago i was doing like so much more than i'm doing now and i didn't feel this way so it can't be that it must be something else and it is that idea of a burnout and being run down as being something that's a result of of overdoing things physically and that's not necessarily the case and I've had this conversation with people and I like specifically had this conversation yesterday <clears throat> in the dms with someone who's been having some like physical ailment and it was a question that I asked her and she said you know I've actually been working less I feel like you know i'm mentally in the best place that i've been in a long time so i honestly don't know what this could be and something that i said to her and i think it was like a really big light bulb moment for her was that you know it's not about the amount of things that you're doing it's not about how physical you're being in the day or how many clients you're seeing or how much work you're doing it's about the type of activities you're doing and the type of work you're doing because you will have you will have tasks and you'll have activities and you'll have things that you do that give you energy and then you'll have tasks and activities and things you do that drain your energy so if you're only doing three things in a day say and two of those things are energy like drainers like energy suckers and one of those things is an energy giver that balance is still going to be off so even though you're only doing three things a day you're doing more of what drains you rather than what gives you energy so over time or even in a short space of time that's going to catch up with you and you know that balance of things that give you energy and things that drain your energy and put my teeth down. (laughs) that balance is off and if this has taken energy and this is given energy and you're doing more of this and less of this it doesn't matter how many of which you're doing but if that balance is off you're going to feel more drained than energized and that's what can really easily lead to that burnout and that feeling of being run down hello do you want to join in <laughs> Milo's joining in so <clears throat> To people who are feeling that at the moment, and I know it's a lot of people because people are talking to me about it. I've seen people talk about it online, Um, especially people who have a business who have been reporting these kinds of feelings. And it's just a reminder to you that just because you're not physically doing more, it doesn't mean that you can't be burnt out. And it doesn't mean that you can't still be drained and it doesn't mean that you can't still be run down. And I've actually got a bit of a task for you to do. Um, for you to start to move through that overwhelm and start to come out of the other side of it and for you to be able to identify what those tasks are that you're doing that are draining you and what the tasks are that you're doing that are giving you energy so you can start planning your business and you can start managing your business and your life more around those things to maintain a better level of balance to keep you energized and keep you from experiencing that overwhelm, or at least when you start experiencing that overwhelm, being able to to move through it and to overcome it by like having these tools and these tasks to do. So this is actually still telling me that it's telling people to join. I feel like people are gonna join this when I'm at the end. <laughs> you can watch it back. Um so okay if you are feeling overwhelmed at the moment if you feel a bit burnt out if you're struggling with creativity if you'll notice that you know your immune system is a little bit shock a little bit short if you're getting more sick than you usually would um try this try this activity so grab a pen and a piece of paper let me have a drink i'm still i'm still like ill by the way that's why my throat's a bit funny I want you to grab a pen and a piece of paper <clears throat> And I want you to draw a line down the middle. And I want you to think of your energy a bit like your phone battery. So when your phone's got battery, you know, you've got more bars. You might have like four or five bars. Oh my God, bars is actually a really old thing, isn't it? Because now it's like percentages. (laughs) But imagine your energy like bars on a battery. So like bars on your phone battery. And I want you to think of the left side of the page being the things that give you energy so I want you at the top of the left column to write a plus sign and then I want you at the top of the right column to draw a minus sign and I want you to think of it as like bars in a battery and then I want you to fill in each column with the things that you do on a daily basis whether it's life or business you might want to actually do this in two different color pens you might want to do your business in one color pen and then your life in another color pen So you can see the imbalance between those things as well, because I think it's important sometimes you don't realise that you do much more for your business than your life or vice versa. So write in the left-hand side column the things that give you energy. And if you're struggling to think about what you do, just go back and look at your calendar. So if you keep a calendar, go back and have a look at what you've been doing in your life, what you've been doing in your business. If you don't keep a calendar, That's probably another reason why you're feeling overwhelmed. So start keeping a calendar. But maybe just go back like two or three weeks and write down all the things that you can remember that you've been doing in your business and in your life. Left-hand column are the things that give you energy. So the things that you look forward to, the things that when you've done them, even though it's taken energy to like deliver something. So I know when I have a call with a client, if I have a strategy call even though for like an hour, anywhere from one hour to like six hours sometimes, if it's a VIP day, I've been sitting and I've been on that call and I've been delivering, I've been strategizing, I've been thinking, I've been using my brain, I've been problem solving. They're all things that require a lot of energy. But when I got off that call, I still feel energized because it's what I love to do. So that's how you recognize the things that give you energy. Just because it takes energy to do them, it doesn't mean that their energy suckers so these are things that require energy to take place so they require energy for you to deliver them but when you're done you're still feeling fired up you're still feeling energetic you're still feeling excited about it they're the things that give you energy so they go in the left hand column and then the right hand column are the things that suck your energy the things that not only require energy to deliver but afterwards you feel drained by it so you might be someone who. You know doesn't love doing the admin side of your business i was speaking to someone last week i was at an event um and i've got she's a client actually and she just hates the systems processes sides of business it's the stuff that drains her it's the stuff that she avoids it's the stuff that she procrastinates on which is why she's outsourced it to me so for her that's something that will go in that column for me what drains me is things like scrolling on social media I find that a massive drain. Um what else drains me actually in my business? Working with clients that aren't aligned. So working with clients that are that push your boundaries, that are quite negative, that are that don't take action, that are not receptive to help, even though they've come to you for help. Like working with certain types of people I find quite draining. So they're the things that not only require time and energy and delivery, but afterwards you're like, oh, that was horrible. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> They're the things that drain your energy. So once you've got this list, you can start to get a real good idea of what you could be doing more of and what you could be doing less of in order to get that balance back in your energy and in order to maintain that balance moving forwards so it might be something in your business model it might be the offers that you've got like the services that you're given you might notice that as part of certain services it requires you to do more of the energy drain and things and so then maybe that service needs to change Maybe you find working with people one to one actually quite draining, so you'd prefer to work work with people in like a group scenario or in like an evergreen scenario. Maybe it's your niche, maybe you've realized that actually what drains your energy are certain types of people or people who um have like certain traits or certain values or certain ways of working, and then you might wanna you might wanna shift your niche to to a different type of person. You might want to start marketing to a different type of person you might want to change your language so you appeal to different types of people it might be outsourcing there might be things in your business that you can delegate that you can outsource to somebody who is more of an expert in those things and, and enjoys doing the things that you don't want to just like my clients outsource her systems and processes to me um I've got other clients who have outsourced things like their newsletter, their copywriting to me because it's not one of their skills. So they find it difficult, it's slow, it drains them, whereas I love doing it. So they outsource that to me. So think of things that you can outsource to different people. Think of things that, you know, you you just don't need to do altogether. There might be, you might have heard or seen online someone telling you to do certain things in your business, so you do them. and Because they're not aligned with you, they drain you. It's worth thinking about okay do i actually need to be doing those things are they moving the needle <clears throat> are they getting results are they aligned is there another way i can do this or is it just a waste of time and energy altogether? there might be things in delivery that you might want to change so i'm not a big fan of like pre-recording i was speaking to someone about this yesterday i'm not a huge fan of pre-recording things like trainings and master classes i like live delivery So I would much prefer to get people in like a private Zoom room and deliver the content live to them. I like to see people's facial expressions. I like to get feedback from people. I like to give people the opportunity to interact and ask questions and give their opinions so for me the idea of of sitting down and pre-recording something is something i tend to procrastinate on because i know that afterwards i just feel exhausted from it whereas if i was to deliver exactly the same thing to a group of people who were there live i would feel completely different afterwards so it's just like little things like that that can make such a big difference um and that will be different for different people also things like pricing So, you know, if you're constantly in delivery mode, if you're trading time for money, it's probably worth thinking about increasing your prices. It's also probably thinking about how you can deliver that service in a different way. Um, So you're not required to be live and you're not exchanging time for money because that's another topic altogether, but you will reach a cap with that and that can cause a lot of overwhelm and like be quite physically draining as well as energetically draining. So... Just from doing that simple exercise, you can uncover so much about how you feel about certain things that you're doing and you'll probably start to recognise, just like that person who I was speaking to yesterday, recognised that it wasn't necessarily the number of things that she was doing, it was the type of things that she was doing. As soon as I said that to her, she then started listing off things that she'd been doing that were quite draining. And she'd only just realised that even though it wasn't loads of things, if they were all draining, that balance was off. So it's a really good um, <clears throat> exercise to do if you're if you've been feeling that overwhelm. There's probably going to be people watching who will do that exercise, but you know, you might be, you might have been like in your own business bubble and not really like living life and not really doing things. And because of that, because of that, you find it difficult to identify what you actually do enjoy. So you might get to the energy draining section and be like, yeah, I can fill this out easy. And then you might get to the energy given column and think this is actually quite hard i can't really recognize what gives me energy because i've just been in a cycle of doing the day-to-day doing the day-to-day routine doing the day-to-day tasks that i've not really like sat back and thought about and being able to identify what those things are that actually give me energy and it can be a bit of a catch-22 because what you know Milo crying what it can be a bit of a catch 22 because because you're stuck in the day to day you don't do new things and you don't try new things but because you don't do new things or try new things you don't know what you do or don't like so then you end up in that cycle of just continuing to do what you do every day and then that's where that feeling of being stuck comes from when you know you're in a place that doesn't feel good but because you've been in that bubble for so long you don't know where to go next with it so you don't go anywhere so you just keep doing what you've been doing and keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it powering through (laughs) power through and then it might get a few months or even a few years down the line and you still feel the same my best advice for someone in this position is to just move in any direction and go from there so this is a good way to think of it i think this and this happens to me quite a lot so you know you have google maps on your phone so this happened to me last week in birmingham Got the train to Birmingham. It was a 15-minute walk to the venue. But I didn't know where the venue was. <clears throat> so, pulled out Google Maps. And then I was going to walk the sat-nav route. But. I could see the route that it wanted me to, to go on. But I didn't know which direction I needed to be facing. Because it hadn't like fully calibrated to where I was standing. And I feel like this happens quite a lot with Google Maps. And I use Google Maps quite a lot when I'm walking. <laughs> so my only option was to move in some direction for it to be able to calibrate and work out what way I was facing so it could send me in the direction I'm supposed to be going in so I'm at the train station I've got it on my phone I don't know if I'm facing the right way but I recognize from when I used to do events in Birmingham a few years ago I recognize like the hotels that I used to go to were to my left so I thought naturally if I go left at least I know a rough direction of where i'm heading in so i turned left and started walking and actually i should have gone straight so it worked out which way i was facing and then it redirected me to turn back and go straight up the hill where i was facing before so then i was able to get on the right path and i was able to move my phone keeps flicking itself from silent to not silent so Sometimes it's not clear which direction you're supposed to be going in until you actually start moving in, in a direction. And it's often the case that you find out where you should be by realising where you shouldn't be. Or you find out what feels right by ticking off what doesn't feel right. And that often involves some level of risk because if you're just going to pick any direction there's a high chance that it's going to be the wrong direction but to me it's a much bigger risk to stay where you are than to just move into some direction so it's worth remembering that you know there's very few paths that you'll take where you can't turn back or you can't find a route out or you won't come to another crossroad somewhere there's very few decisions that you can make that are completely final and if you're taking small steps and more calculated risks, you're less likely to end up in a place where, you know, you can't get back from that or you can't turn another way or reroute. And like, it is scary because, you know, you're taking steps into a place where you might not never been before and you don't know if it's, you don't know whether it's the right path to go or the right direction to go, but... The longer you don't move, the further you become to finding what's right for you and to finding those things that give you energy to be able to complete that task and to make those decisions. And this is something that so many people are feeling right now. I know it because I'm having the conversations I know it because I'm seeing people talking about it and I know it because I've been experiencing something similar and it's nothing to be ashamed of it's nothing to be embarrassed about it's completely normal and if you're feeling the same I would like hugely urge you to to do this exploration and to try those activities and to think about these things and to just move in some direction and get that clarity rather than just burying your head and trying to, you know, keep doing what you're doing and just hoping that it'll all go away. Because if you're unaligned and you're doing something that's not right for you, that won't. That feeling of overwhelm and that feeling of feeling burnt out, it, it won't go away. For as long as you're misaligned, it won't go away. For as long as you're going against what's meant for you it won't go away it will probably just get louder and louder and louder <clears throat> and then it's probably going to be harder for you to make those small decisions because the the volume probably makes the risk feel bigger so i think it's much better to recognize and to explore as early as possible and to just move as early as po- possible before it feels like it's bigger than you because that's when it starts to get really difficult Can you stop crying for like two minutes while I finish? (laughs) So loud, can you hear him? I think as well that if you have a business, especially if you're a coach, you're in this position of authority where you feel like you need to have it all together. (laughs) if you're in a position where you're coaching someone to get to a certain place or a certain result you feel like you have to have all your shit together and that pressure makes it even more difficult to do this exploration sometimes so I think even just recognizing that not to be fair no one has the shit together I don't know why I'm speaking quietly as if like someone can hear me no one has the shit together And it doesn't mean that you're not good at what you do just because you're feeling a bit overwhelmed or a bit confused about where you are right now. It doesn't mean that you still can't help people. It doesn't, it doesn't affect your skill in what you do. It doesn't affect your experience in what you've done. It doesn't affect your ability to help people to be in a position where you're struggling with something. And, you know, for me, I've been asking these questions sometimes of where I want to take the business, you know, how I can change my business model or how I can make some changes to help people in different ways. And I've been going through this and I've been doing this exploration. I've been asking these questions and... I've had one of my clients who's had her biggest Black Friday launch ever in her business. She's been doing it for a few years now. She's just had her biggest one ever. My other client has just... We've just pulled together her brand new service in a brand new area. She's not even launched it yet and she's already got someone... um, almost signed not signed the dot yet because the contracts aren't even like the paperwork isn't even ready because she's not even launched it and she's already got someone waiting to to give that four figure investment so it's true that just because you're asking questions about where you are and just about just because you're doing that exploration it doesn't impact your ability to help other people my clients aren't suffering for as a result of me doing this exploration, if anything, they're thriving. (laughs) So, try not to let it mean anything about what you're doing now. Try not to let it mean anything about who you are and how good you are at what you do. It's okay to be in a position where you're asking questions. It's good to be in a position where you're asking questions, because it shows that you're paying yourself enough attention to... get to the right place, get to a place where you can be happy, get to a place where you're not feeling burnt out and you're not feeling super overwhelmed. And that in turn will only help you help other people more. So whilst you're going through this, whilst you're doing this exploration, and for anyone who's joined now, I've just given like tasks of of ways to help you through this overwhelm if you're feeling that overwhelm. So when this goes On my live, on my feed, if this is something that you're feeling now, highly recommend you go watch it back. There's some really easy activities that can really help you work through these feelings. Can't remember where I was going now with that. Where was that going? (laughs) Can't remember where I was going. But basically, to sum up, just know that if you are having that if you are feeling that confusion and that overwhelm there's ways you can explore it there's ways you can move through it but there's it also doesn't mean that you can't continue doing what you're doing and helping the people that you're helping doesn't make you bad at what you do doesn't make you a bad coach doesn't make you a bad service provider it just makes you someone who wants to stay aligned and that's only good for the world um if you do want more support with this If you want support with getting more clarity, if you want more tools and more activities to do this exploration, if you want to talk it out, if you need to, if you feel like you need to have a plan for next year, if you're feeling like a little bit lost and you think I don't know what's going to happen in the next few months, like I need a plan, I need a structure, the virtual event that I'm running next week is exactly created to help you do that. And what's really powerful about it is that it's not just me sitting and talking for two hours. It's going to be a really interactive event. It's going to be networking. And it's going to be an opportunity for you to not only get some tools from me to explore these things and to, you know, help you ask the right questions, we're also going to do some strategy to help you actually plan out next year. And even the, even if you don't know exactly what's going to happen next year, you can at least have, you'll at least walk away knowing the strategy of creating that plan. If you need to do a little bit more explore, exploration first, you can do that and then you can say, okay, I'm going to use that information that I got from that event to now create my plan. And It also offers an opportunity to get some outside perspective so I always find it the most helpful thing to get an outside perspective when I'm feeling overwhelmed and when I'm feeling a little bit confused because when again when you're in your own bubble you just like can't always see the wood from the trees and I think things sometimes feel bigger than they are things feel more intense than they are and there's often a really simple solution or a simple step in a, you know, in an obvious direction that you just can't see because you're just too in it yourself and you're too emotionally invested in what you're feeling. And being able to say it out loud and to have someone ask you the right questions and to have someone say, why don't you try this have you thought about this what about this how did that make you feel and how did you feel when you spoke to this person and just actually having someone asking you those questions and being able to bounce those ideas off people and do some brainstorming i think is a massive has a massive impact when it comes to gaining more clarity so as part of the two hours we're going to do the exploration on a deeper level we're going to do the strategy And then we're also going to have that networking and that chat and time to to talk about our own situations, but to also be able to bounce ideas off and to ask each other the right questions and to help everyone there get some clarity about what comes next and how to make that a reality. So it's next Wednesday. It's Wednesday the 14th, 6 till 8 p.m. There is a replay for people who are coming for people who are signed up but if you can come live that's recommended because we're actually going to have that interaction and have those conversations but being able to watch it back you can reapply the strategy and you can learn from other people the tickets are 10 pound so i want everyone to have like some sort of skin in the game coming to something like this i think sometimes when you do free stuff People don't take it, not everyone, but sometimes people don't take it as seriously or they think, oh, you know, it's free, I just won't turn up. This is for people who are like really serious about getting that clarity and really serious about having a really happy and fulfilled 2023, which will automatically lead to their version of success. It's for people who are like really serious about getting there and really serious about, You know asking those hard questions and answering those hard questions to to get the answers that they need to move forward and get out of that like place of feeling frozen in time so the tickets are ten pounds and you can bring a wine bring a cuppa bring your cat bring your dog (laughs) whatever you need to get comfortable and to just open up um it's gonna be it's gonna be a really nice event and the people on the list already are people from loads of different industries and just fab people, like uh, people on the list so far. I haven't checked it yesterday. I know them all so far, and um, it's going to be a really, really like impactful group of people. So I would love for you to come, <clears throat> especially if you've been going through anything that I've spoke about in the last, I don't know, forty minutes. Um, and you can get the tickets um, in the link in my bio it's the, I'm pretty sure it's the first thing that you can click on. And if you've got any questions about it, just DM me. But I hope to see you there. I'm going to go because Milo looks like he's about to jump into the Christmas tree. <laughs> We've got a real Christmas tree for the first time ever, and he's not bothered with it at all. He normally choose the fake tree from the bottom. You, know, you can normally like hear him chewing it. He's not gone near it. He's not touched it. He's not bothered with it. And now that I'm distracted, I can see him. He's like... He's on the windowsill looking at it as if he's going to bounce on it. So I'm going to go before he jumps into the tree and knocks it over. Um, but yeah, I'd love for you to come. Any questions, DM me and definitely go back and do that exploration exercise. It's really powerful. I haven't done it yet, but I am going to do it. And um, share with me what you found. Like I like to hear what people's energy givers and energy suckers are. Um, I think it's just really handy to just share and open up about it so if you do it let me know how it went um have a fab rest of the day and i will catch you soon bye